Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Boys, Season 1, Episode 3. It's called Get Some. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Uh, and also, no filthy rumours going around, please. We're talking about The Boys, plural, not The Boy. I've, I've seen some jokes being cracked. I'm not okay with it. I just... Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I just... I do not love The Boy in the same way that Pete does. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Tim's the boy fan in the group. He's Bram's mad, one might say. There can be, there can be more than one. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying you're on Tim levels of fanboyism, but, yeah, getting up there. Don't you dare. Anyway, this episode uh, deals with the aftermath of Huey blowing up Translucent and his kind of uh, path into being more of this this kind of vigilante <laughs> against superheroes that he's, he's becoming. Yeah. Um, and accepting what he did because obviously he hesitated and he's, he's not feeling great about it he's kind of trying to wash the blood off himself and gunk blood and gunk that's not a mistake this is just fluids and he's trying to do that and the plot of the episode with the main group um, if I was probably introduced to a new character first before we even talk about what the, the plot is uh, new character uh, Mother's Milk if I'm yes. remembering that correctly you are because it was a relatively unique name which does yes. make it somewhat memorable yes uh, so we ha- we have uh, him added to the team instantly. Uh, more humor. There's a great bit when he's when when uh, Billy goes to speak to him, where he uh, is like, "Hey, now," because because at first, you know, mother's milk's like, "Hey, now go away. I don't want anything to do with you." And then Billy just says enough about killing translucent and about the fact that they've got potential. They've got a lead that could take down Vought entirely, and like got, you know, there's potential here. And mother's milk kind of like, "Okay, all right." But I'm not working with Frenchie again. I'm not working with that guy. And he's like, "Well, I've not seen him in years." <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. That was pretty funny. It yeah. it wasn't make a wish scene funny. Don't get me wrong. Every joke in this show is going to be compared to that make a wish scene from the on. Just... I think what, what up there in this episode, not quite make a wish. There's a good one prob- towards the end. I'll, I'll I'll say that. It's, but... it's probably when when Mother's Milk's on the phone to his girlfriend, wife. I don't know. Uh, uh, I love the marriage yet. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, um, and uh, you know, in front of all the, in front of all the lads, <clears throat> and they're all just taking the piss out of him. That that is probably the most relatable bit of humor in this show. That is so real, and that made it funnier. Why do you feel embarrassed by saying mushy things on the phone when there's no, people I don't. Around? But I'm just saying you've you've seen this, you know, where you know, I don't know, a group of guys at first, someone does that, everyone starts taking the piss, you know, just you know, good natured banter mm. but it felt very real um yeah i'm not embarrassed by this kind of stuff so i mean <laughs> but i mean i get it from his character like he's he's trying to be all tough he's literally because he's, he's just trying to strangle french you know because that's when the phone phone rings which by the way yeah. even the fact that rick astley starts playing in the middle of uh this, this scuffle that's happening yeah he, he's not even been introduced to anyone yet well i mean two of them know who he is but you know what i mean to mother's milk um which by the way mother's milk really <laughs> what a name uh so they, they they got the name of A Train's girlfriend, and they're going to spy on her and try and like figure out what's going on and get some get some info. And uh, Huey becomes very useful because he he's like, no, we don't have to actually plant bugs in the house. Like she's got like webcams and smart TVs and shit like that. I if I get her, it wasn't her IP address, but it was something like that. I said it's um, the IPv6. Yeah. Um, I I we can we can just like tap into that and watch her for, with her own tech. We don't we don't have to actually take tech in with us. Um, so they're all impressed and they pretend to be 
the Wi-Fi guys, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they just come to go. Oh, well, yeah, we're just gonna sort something out with the internet. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, you get 100 Mbps or whatever he says, which for the record is a third of my speed. Just just want to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> Rubbing it into all the Americans. I have 300 megs yeah. per second. Thank you very much. Um, that, that, that did struck me. I mean, this may just be a, a regional thing, but just the way he phrased it sounded weird because I always say megs per second. But I mean, that, may, that may just be a... Uh, yeah, maybe that is a regional thing. Or maybe it's more just a... It's a slang thing to say, but a, an official salesman would do the full. True. I've never been pitched my internet speed by a salesman, really. You, you've never had to, have you? You just go, I want the top package. Give me Yes. That. <laughs> That's my attitude when it comes to the internet, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they go ahead and do this. Um, and they get to witness a conversation between A-Train and, and the girlfriend. Um where they talk about Compound V. Uh, he's worried about his race that he's having with uh, the other speedster. Um, notably, they were throwing around the fastest man alive phrase. Yeah, a lot I, more I caught episode. it early on in this episode. I was like, okay, so they are using it. They said it two or three times. It, you know, it wasn't just the once. Did, but as soon as I heard it, it was early on that they used it first. And I was like, okay, so they're not afraid to actually use it. It was just... Maybe they weren't actually being careful last episode. They were just not using it then for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think the I think the gimmick here is supposed to be that his phrase is the world's fastest man, and like that's why he keeps saying it that way. Whereas the other guy might have fastest man alive. Uh, you know, the idea that the Flash always says I'm the fastest man alive. That's kind of his catchphrase. Yeah. I feel like the whole point of like him not using that was his catchphrase is I'm the world's fastest man, which doesn't sound as good, obviously. But they didn't want to just take the flashies. <laughs> it's really annoying me. I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, it was something like uh... I don't know. If you can start me off, I might get it, but I'm sure it began with an S. Yeah, I, I, I keep thinking that as well. Okay, I, I thinking... found it. I don't know if you want to guess it. If if you can give me part of it, I might be able to get it. Sh- Shockwave. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he's all worried. She gets pissed at him because he's not willing to go public about the relationship yet. Uh, but he's demanding some compound V. Uh, so, so kind of like changing our perceptions from what we were guessing last episode. It seems, seems to be more, to be more, of, more a, of a steroid. Yeah, more more of a, a superhero steroid that enhances their powers, um, and essentially makes them juice. Uh, so yeah, I, I assume this is something Vought uses to keep a lot of them in line. Kind of gets them hooked on it. Yeah. Um, although he's not going to evolve for it, though. He's got a supply here with a girlfriend. He does. He does. Um, but in general, we we know that Vod does have it. Uh, yeah. I assume it's named after them, with it being V. I assume it's their their thing. You, you, you what? Well, that would be a fair assumption. Um, so we also find out he likes getting his toes licked. That's another important detail. Is in it important, scene. or is it just mildly amusing? It's important because it's such a you know, a moment in the scene. Like, you know, they're all sure. staring and it's funny. Like, I'm just saying, right? Yeah. Um. So, so we learn this and they're like, okay, what's Compound V? We need to find out what this stuff is. We need to get our hands on it so we can use it and test it and find out exactly what's going on. Uh, that becomes kind of the main goal. Um. And also, during all this, um, we get that she's struggling to pay her rent and she's... Kinda. I mean, she's not really flirting at the start, but the the, the landlord's kind of checking her out a little bit as she's going up the stairs. So it kind of yeah. sets up that he's into her. Um, and then later on, uh, very much later on, so this is after the race, in fact. But I'm, I'm jumping to this. I'm just I'm just keeping keeping all this stuff in the apartment because uh, when the race 
Caper goes south. Uh, they all rush back here because she's got some. She's got some Compound V in her apartment. And they're watching on the security cameras. Well, not security cameras. On our various cameras in the house. Yeah. Um, and she decides to try and... Sed- it's basically a porn scene. It's basically, okay, I can't pay rent. That's, you know, I'll do something else for rent. Um, and it gets, it gets kinky. Uh, and she she's she's dressing some silly sexy outfit, and this is actually I forg- this was in the trailer, but I'd forgotten about it until the second it happened, which was kind of a nice little thing to forget. See, it's funny because I said you know I said the uh, the um that the the inciting incident with A Train was in the the trailer, and I remembered that. Mm-hmm. I do not remember this at all. Oh no, I remember the face sitting someone to death, and not just. And this is the the, the the detail you have to remember here. It's not face sitting on someone until they suffocate. It's face sitting on someone until their head explodes with the pressure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it explodes a little bit. Thought maybe it just caves in and turns to mush. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> sure. It's like sitting on a pumpkin. All right, that's all I'm saying. And. It sure. just it collapses and it's a wonderful gory effect. I love it. The fact that it's it happens to be from face it and just makes it funnier. She, she doesn't even notice until she gets up and and turns around and has a look at him. Oh yeah, she she she's still getting off from the face setting and she's up and she's like, whoa, that was great. And she turns around and then it's like, oh shit, I just crushed his face because she just she took uh, compound V, yeah. um, just before he came over. Uh, which maybe is why she was so gun ho about uh, the sex arrangement in the first place, because it seems maybe to... uh, at the very least it definitely made her stronger and uncontrollable. Yeah, because we even see with A Train as well that he's also quite jittery uh, when he takes it, and I mean, not forget not even forgetting the fact that he ran in through a girl the last time he was on it. But you can see immediately he's he's out of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's basically it's just like alcohol. It's basically he was super powering under the influence. That's essentially what he did. It was it was a. It was a DUI. <laughs> uh, maybe I, I, I would I wouldn't have used alcohol as the the reference point. I'm not here. saying it's a perfect comparison, but that's essentially what it was. He was running under the influence of something, and that's why why she, she. It's not like he does this every day. He did this while he was on the drug. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, and we see that he starts acting weird as soon as he takes it. You know, because he he speeds yeah. off and takes it when he's already on the 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 track. Um, so yeah, so so they come in at the end and and nab her. Um. Because, as uh, Billy points out, the one weakness they've got uh, that Huey's been kind of naive about is their reputation. So now they've got blackmail material, uh, so they can use her to, you know, get to other stuff, get to compound V, get to... Yeah, and, and obviously she's in a a pretty bad state having... She's she's high on, on, on V, she's just killed a dude, and she's in a bad place because of you know the stuff going on in a relationship. Yeah. So uh, you know, and you know, it's right after she sees uh, you know H on the TV being like, "Oh no, no special ladies." You know, you, you know, yeah, me. Yeah. You know, there'll be all sorts. Uh, so it, it's it's very easy to manipulate her at that point. Yeah, she's got like uh, Wolverine style uh, claws. Or oh, more specifically, it's more like Gabby because just one claw, but it comes out of her wrist and it's sort of arched the other way though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting because so, I was wondering what her because we knew she was an ex hero. I was just I was wondering what her power was, and then I was like, oh, okay, she does that. She's also super strong because she was lifting the weights. Uh, yeah, it feels like a lot of them have strength, just alongside everything else. Yeah, I mean, not not all of them, but it just well, feels like quite a few of them do. No, I would say that a lot of them have two things because uh, translucent also has the impenetrable skin, right? But I wouldn't say as strength. No, but I'm I'm just thinking. 
uh out, out of like you know the ones in the seven you know homelander obviously does um uh, mave starlight deep you know all of these have got strength by, by the look of it that's not really that different from the actual justice league though no, no. Superman I mean, has strength. Wonder Woman has strength. Aquaman has strength. It, no, they do. I was just saying, it seems to be a couple of things. But like Starlight is is her her power seems to be completely unrelated to, to physical strength. Sure. Yeah, well, Star, Starlight doesn't doesn't compare to anyone in DC because she's she, she's intentionally not a, a you know a, a lift from DC because she's supposed to be the character who's not like them. She's supposed to be the one who's one of our characters on the show. Yeah. So she's she's not like you can't translate her to whoever else. Uh, yeah, I mean, the closest you could maybe get in terms of powers is maybe Dr. Light. Oh, only in powers, though, not in, like... Yeah, in powers, not in personality. Or, or look, or anything. Or look, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, just in powers. I mean, Wait, where's, the, the, where's the others not only look like the DC counterparts, they also, at least publicly, are supposed to have those personalities, even if they don't yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah, to, to the point where the Deep is just the fish guy, uh, and, and he's a bit of a joke. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I had a great fun with this uh, surveillance caper, all this stuff uh, with them sneaking in, her ridiculous arty naked photos, um, uh, yeah. you know, the seducing the landlord, the face sitting was just a gloriously over the top dark humour kind of thing that appeals to it me. Really was, yeah. um, I, I'm into all that. Um, and then the actual, the, the, the other caper, the uh, we have to get the, I, I keep wanting to call it Vigil. <laughs> I keep wanting to call it Vigil, god damn it. Why? Because Vigil is, I think, from Resident Evil. <laughs> that explains a lot. Hold on. Let me just search this to confirm this. <laughs> You're going to lose some Resident Evil. No, it is. It's, 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 it's Vigil. No, I, actually, I remember what it is now. It's the thing you make in Resident Evil 1 or Remake to kill Plant 42 with the chemicals. You make the Vigil. You nerd. <laughs> I keep wanting to call it Vigil, but it's Compound V. Um... Because, because see, if it was compound T or G, I'd be what to call it the T virus or G virus for the same reason. Nerd. I'm so, I, I'm sorry. Like you're you're way more of a nerd than I am. You're into so much fantasy shit. Way no, I am. Idea. But I'm able to separate them quite nicely. I, I I'm I'm not calling <clears throat> anything in here names from. I don't know. Pick a franchise. I'm pretty sure you also accidentally called Starlight Stargirl at one point. I don't think I did. I think we both did. I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't, actually. I think we both did it. Um, so, we're at the race, and they're going to try and sneak in. A friend, she's going through the, the, the air ducts and whatnot uh, to try and sneak out of the locker room because they think he's got his uh, compound V in his bag, at, at the A-train, that is. And Reasonable assumption. That's not a bad assumption. Um, so they try and do that. It is not, though. However, um, uh, there's a little bit of uh, drama here in the middle of this where Starlight almost goes back in the locker room and Huey runs into her realising, oh, wait, you're Starlight? Like, he's like, oh, yeah, like, Annie, Huey, we met in the bench the other day. And they end up going for some overpriced beer and uh, nachos. Um, and he gets a number. It's all going well. He turns off his, his comms so that they, they, the other guys can't hear his conversation. Um, yeah. and he's like, wait, when you t- told me you hated your job, you were talking about this, you were talking about the seven. And he doesn't get to hear, you know, obviously what experiences are yet, but obviously he's sort of discovering from another angle that they're a bunch of scumbags. 
Um, yeah. So I feel like an obvious bit of drama that's going to come from this eventually is that they're like, the other guys are going to want to either kill or use her in some way, and he's going to be like, "Hey, wait a minute! Like she's actually yeah. good." That's I, not. I think I think kill is the more likely one because user <clears throat> I think he'd be okay with doing that, uh, or at least it won't take much resistance. It depends what the using is. It depends like what they're putting her through. Sure. Um, yeah. I would I would I would hasten to say. Um, but let's rewind with her a little bit because the reason why she comes away from her signings, or doing signings, um, is because she goes in for a meeting at the start, and the, you know uh, Sitwell's all like, uh, or Stillwell, whatever. Stillwell. Stillwell. Um, that sounds right. Uh, she because she thinks she's getting into trouble because of the the video uh, from beating up the rapists last episode. But it turns out that because the the victim came forward and confirmed it, now it's a sensation, and they're happy with her. And they've got Rufus from Timeless and some other dude sitting there yeah. pitching her her story. Like this is how we're going to sell your story to people. And because of that, you're confident, you're brave, you're you're rash, you're this, you're that. And then they just present her with this new costume, which is like ten times sluttier than what she's wearing. And she's like, "I'm not wearing that." And they're like, "Well, if you want to be in the seven, you're going to wear it." You know, it's it's confidence. Pretty, pretty yeah yeah uh, but again the theme we're coming back to here is that you know this may not be quite the same as the deep as a fish guy uh assaulting her but you know even the the woman executives like no you're going to wear this slight outfit it's, or we're kicking it's you the out. exact same principle it's like yeah. do, do what we say or, or piss off yeah uh so yeah we're, we're definitely like I, I never really thought get into this we're going to be tackling uh feminism quite as heavily as we are but i actually think it's done a decent job of it bizarrely um yeah uh, in that, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, right now she has been pummeled into oblivion, but I actually really like the scene where the kid comes up to her, the little girl, and she's wearing her old costume, she's like, I'm going to save up and get your new costume, um, and... And she tells her not to bother. Uh, well, uh, yeah, but, like, the, the instant reaction was what I really liked, the, the look she gets in her face, I actually thought the performance here was quite good, where she immediately looks like, uh, this is exactly why I didn't want to wear this stupid thing. Because um, it's not just that it's a skimpy sort of swimsuit thing, she's also got, like, thigh-high heels on as well. Like, yeah. you know, she's, she's dressed like a stripper. And, you know, then some guys start heckling her and, she, you know, that's when she gives the kid the advice. And it's just, it's a really neat little scene. And she has been sort of, you know, beaten down quite a lot here. She's, you know, she's getting hit with this, this sex stuff from every angle right now. But and, it, this is the, the build of that story. Yeah. So as, as much as you say, oh, it's tackling, you know, feminism, it's building to her. Oh, yeah, you know, that's, that's what I'm getting to. Back, yeah. That's what I'm getting to is it's building up to her eventually fighting back in some way. Obviously, she keeps kind of like swallowing her pride right now. She keeps, you know, yeah. taking it. Uh, ultimately, though, she's going to eventually fight back. And it's going to be, I imagine, maybe one of the most uh, like uplifting moments in the, the season, I, I would assume. I, if they handle this right, this could be a really big deal when she turns around and says F you, essentially. Yeah, I, I imagine that I'll be at the end of the season, give or take. Very possibly. Um, somewhere in the back third at the very least I would say yeah. uh, but I'm looking forward to it so that ended not well but that, that's why she ends up leaving and she ends up running at Huey and they have their scene uh, but they are actually tackling this theme as well uh, with Maeve uh, in a, a, perhaps a I don't want to say nuanced way but nuanced in the sense that it's it's, it's uh, going with Starlight stuff and, and sort of showing you a different side of it where yeah. She is clearly actually just kind of become beat down herself and just accepted this is the way she's treated. And yeah, she's obviously very capable uh, and can do all her own stuff, but she's just goes along with it and does what she's told. Yeah, and you know maybe this is why she's drinking all the time. But you know she's going to get a bad guy and Homelander shows up and he's just kind of rubbing it and he's like, oh well, you're two points down or whatever. So me being here drives the ratings yeah, and the press. Yeah. 
Everyone knows a team up's good for numbers. Yeah. Uh, so they go up, and you know, obviously there's a dark side of this where he just kills this guy immediately with his I mean, fist. Even before that, the absolute dick move where he just flies up straight into like you know the thirtieth floor, and she's there going, "So elevators." Yeah, yeah. Um, but this conversation reveals that he used to date, and um, again, he's very demeaning with her, and she's kind of putting up with that. She, she, you know, she she presents a tough exterior, but. Um, you almost feel like she's kind of hardened over the years, but she's never really fought back in any meaningful way, like Starlight we're expecting to. Um, yeah. Uh, but the big scene though is later at the the race when because he, he wasn't really wanting to show up at first, and you know, he he comes down and he's waving with her, and they have this conversation in front of the crowd. They can't hear them, but they're kind of like you know still waving and smiling as they're having mm. the conversation. And he basically says that if she's ever into any other man but him he will use his powers to kill him. Like That was essentially the implication from what he was saying. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I would be too jealous, and I would just kill the person. That, that was basically what he said. <laughs> Pretty much just guilt-tripping her into it. So so she's not really got... She's not got. I mean, she has the, the illusion of freedom, but she doesn't really seem to actually have it, because... No, but she seems pretty aware of that as well. She seems aware of it, yeah. She's very disgruntled by it, but uh, specifically, it's, it's a lack of freedom because, essentially she has an abusive ex-boyfriend who has the power to enforce anything he anything wants. Anything he wants to do, yeah. yeah. Um, and because of that, she's kind of trapped in this way. So, again, I, I would actually be kind of thrilled to see Maeve kind of flip sides at some point. Like, I don't know if that's where we're going to go with her or if we're going to go a different path. Yeah, she's a tragic. lot more sympathetic than, you know, Homelander or The Deep, for example. Um, yeah, the deep in Homelander, or, or at this point, like I think the deep in Episode One immediately became looks ultra villainous, right? We hated him immediately because yeah. of what he did. Homelander after this episode, I think. I mean, he was obviously evil in the last episode, but th- this episode it felt a bit more sinister. Yeah, we're at the point now where it's like, no, 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 he is terrifyingly evil all the time. He just does the good things as a public front because yeah. or tell him to. That's his character. But even that, he's like, why do we do what they tell us to do? We should just burn them all down and you know he's like well i could be running the world myself basically yeah yeah uh let's not forget the moment here though where uh billy's in the crowd and he's staring at him and homelander yeah, notices it's, everyone's turning to watch the race they're counting down and he's just staring up at yeah him, you know, it's a great visual to the, to the track it's a great visual because he's the only one turned this way like, everyone else has got yeah. their back to him but billy's looking at him it's a really nice visual uh, and it's enough to give him point. I, I don't think he recognizes him. I, I don't think I got recognition. It was just like, who is this guy and why is he looking at me? Uh, was kind of the impression I got. Yeah, he'd probably recognize him in future after this encounter. After this, yeah. But what I mean is, though, it's not like Homelander has a personal history with Billy. Like, Billy clearly cares about getting to Homelander, but it's, Homelander's not aware of him yet. Um, yeah. Because um, that was the other thing, actually, is uh, there seemed to be some bad incident in the past with the team, which is why they all kind of split up. Um, yeah, it sounds like... Uh someone got killed yeah someone with uh grandkids they mentioned uh yeah uh her grandkids um so and uh, curious to see how we build this backstory up as we go because i know there's not we're not done with members yet because the poster has a couple other characters on yeah, it. yeah <laughs> because it, it it sounded to me like frenchie was the one that killed her or at least was the one responsible for her death yeah, uh, yeah. judging from what mother's milk was saying uh but he certainly blames her at the very least. Uh, he does. Yeah. Blames him. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, so... but we don't really have any details yet, so it's, I don't want to just assume that what he said was accurate. Yeah. Oh, I tell you, there's one more character on the poster we've not got yet. Okay. I was just, I was just, uh, there's a lady who I don't, 
recognize. I don't think we've met her yet. Um, all right, cool. But curious, curious. Um, so no, all I mean, all this stuff was was really solid. Um, uh, other little tidbits. They do find Translucent's body in the water. Yes, the deep's good friend reported it. Yes, and then Homelander won't let him have that, and just says, "No, nah, it was a what was it? He said what fish it was, was it? It was a porpoise. It was a porpoise. Yes, um, which is funny. Uh, but there is a message though. Uh, you know, clearly this was intended to be found. Billy has written a message saying they're coming for him. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. And I, what I like to this is it's not lead that Homelander can't see through. It's zinc. It's zinc. <laughs> yeah, which which Billy knows, obviously. Of course. Um, which is interesting. I wonder if they've got a logic for that, or if just it's just a joke that it's something different. Because I think it is just because that, obviously yeah. Superman X-ray vision. The reason why it's lead is because actual X-rays can't go through lead. Um, yeah. So there is a scientific reason for that one, but just a joke, probably. Yeah, but probably. I, I wonder if that's public knowledge that he can't see through that. Or... Here's a question, though. Then what's his kryptonite? I assume we will find out because even I think it's even in this episode that. Uh, Mother's Milk's like, so what's your plan for Homelander? Because sure, everyone else, we can mm. maybe come up with something. But Homelander, oof. so uh, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm inclined to wonder if it's something to do with Compound V, given it's bright blue, versus the, the bright green of Kryptonite. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I would not be overly surprised if that was the case. So maybe Homelander's the only one who doesn't just then, because it's actually his weakness. <laughs> yeah. But everyone else is just an... Um, yeah, and also there's a scene with Hugh and his dad when he goes back home for his clothes and stuff. Um, essentially, yeah. it makes his exit and say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going away for a while." And he, like, he's, he's basically all in now at this point. He's, 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 yeah. he's, he's in the deep end now, and he wants to be involved in this uh, going forward. So, uh, no, absolutely, it was yeah. enjoyable. He does have a a good moment with uh, Mother's Milk actually. On that note of, you know, where Mother's Milk says, "Hey, you know, you know, he juices on V because you know he likes the way it feels. It feels good. He's addicted to it." And it's like, mm-hmm. be careful you don't get addicted to, you know, this feeling of, of just, you know, the, the violence and the killing. Yeah, yeah, you see, he, Miller's Milk seems a lot more level-headed than Nello's do. Like, he seems like he's, you know, because we even see that he's, like, you know, he's, he's teaching or he's looking after, uh, like, troubled youths who have been arrested or whatever. Uh, and he's yeah. kind of, he's, he's kind of the, the, the uh, I don't know what the, the, the correct term is here, but uh, he, you know, he seems like he's doing a good job of, like, keeping them in line and trying to teach them better values and you know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, he's doing his best. But, you know, he's, he's actively trying. Yeah. He seems to want to make a difference in a positive way as opposed to just killing the people he doesn't like. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, Billy's goals might be, might be you know, admirable, but ultimately it feels like he just wants to kill the, the, the evil person. Yeah, and I, I think is he's got a, a, a personal reason to hate Homelander. You know, in, in the same mm. way that, that Huey hates A-Train. Yeah. Um, and you know, I have to imagine the arc, maybe not of the season for for Huey, and to an extent Billy, um, is you know keeping humanity essentially, uh, and not just probably you know going off the deep end. I think it's, I think at least Huey, I can see, uh, maybe Billy, you know, he's a lost cause already. And... Oh sure, but I, th- I think he he will be important in showing the difference between them when the time yeah. comes. Like that will be an instrumental plot point or a plot yeah. device for for Huey's story. Yeah. So. Um, no, that is uh, that is episode three of uh, of the boys. Still pretty damn good. It's still pretty good. I I would say I like that more than episode two. If I'm, I agree. Yeah, from from ranking or whatever. But no, really good. Uh, so let us know what you thought of episode three in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. 
You can get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash mailedfuzztv where you can support us for as little as $1 per month and you get bonuses, extras, and so on and so on. I obviously also get other stuff at higher tiers, but just for $1 you get a bunch of stuff anyway, so go and have a look and see if you want to uh, keep the keep the makes and likes and the likes, the lights. <laughs> the makes and the lights and computers on, I guess. That's all the stuff we use. More or less, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for for this specifically, I mean, I, I also use other things in life, like food and <laughs> all sorts, but... Th- those tend to be enjoyable slash essential. Basically, feed my cats. My cats need food. You wouldn't want, want my cats to starve, would you? Yeah, I mean... Um, so, go to Patreon, uh, but check it out. Uh, otherwise, uh, you can get us on other shows, other things we do uh, here on the channel. You can see reviews right now of Too Old to Die Young this weekly. That's obviously another Amazon Prime show. Uh, we've got Netflix shows ongoing as well. Uh, we have uh, 3%, which actually came out a little while ago, uh, but we were too busy to cover at the time. We're about to start doing that weekly. Uh, we've got Mindhunter Season 2 coming. We've got Glow Season 3 coming. Dear White People Season 3 coming. Uh, very busy time. Uh, the Shield Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finale is just about to hit uh, this coming weekend. Yeah. So yeah. The only thing I'd say is in terms of uh, you know comic book shows, we uh we checked out the the first episode of Pennyworth. Mm. Yeah. So that that was uh that was earlier this week. That was uh something. So uh yeah, check out our stuff. But otherwise, that's us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? <laughs>